Hey, hello, folks. This is David opposing the Matrix here for our Monday night show. Uh, oh, folks, today has been uh, like an insanity day. Okay, big time insanity day, and uh, it's nice to be here on the radio with you, away from the insanity. Okay, um, I'm not going to go into it. It's not worth going into. But um, it's just been real interesting, okay? So if I read and make a mistake reading, please forgive me. If I slip and use a word I shouldn't use tonight, please forgive me. Let you know that ahead of time. And I want to start out uh, right away by um, saying that if you're listening to us on uh, on a podcast, um, go ahead and take a journey on over to ACAST, to our show on ACAST. Um, and if you go over there, you can um, you can donate to us, but an even faster way if you want to. And this is a gift only because we're not 501c3. Um, you can go to PayPal and look for PayPal at dilutionresistance.org. That's our mother um, website. And, um, and, and do it that way. Uh, and go to Delusion Resistance anyway because it's got a lot of neat articles on there too. And I haven't added to it for a while, but what the heck, you know. Um, with the way things are, maybe you have time to go and check things out like that. Who knows? Um, excuse me. Um, so anyway, folks, um, uh, looking at a couple of articles on, um, oh, forgive me. Look, just looking at a couple of articles today on natural news. There we go. Um, found some interesting stuff. I really did. Uh, if you remember, uh, our show, last show that Brian and I had together, we were talking about a, um, I brought up actually the fact that during the, what we constantly call the tribulation period, um, that there's a mention here about um, 200 million man horsemen, 200 horsemen, 200 million man horsemen that are going to come from the East. Okay. Um and there's other mentions about some weird creatures that are that are going to be there, um, be around at that time too. Well, and I supposed uh, the other night that perhaps it's um, perhaps with all this this green fuel thing, uh, the green deal and the whole nine yards that uh, they're going to eliminate uh, fossil fuels in everything, and it won't have the facilities to make electric cars and, and things to do this. Um, not with all the weird stuff that's going to happen, uh, strange things happening in the sky and stuff like that. But um, anyway, uh, that maybe the maybe they're going to use real horses. Okay, now I just threw that out, and I've always wondered that. And you know, hopefully I won't be around to see that. None of us listening to this or looking at this will be around to see that, unless you're looking at it afterwards. Um, and a lot of people are gone. Um, I tend to be a mid-tribber uh, when it comes to the rapture, that uh, we're going to go with the last trump, which Paul said. And being that the case, uh, uh, the last trump is mentioned in um, in Revelation. There are seven trumpets in Revelation. And there are some other things that make me hold that ideal. Anyway, um, so that being – I've got three suicide flies in this place. And when I get done with this broadcast, I am going to get a fly swatter, and they're going to die. They're going to die a miserable death, okay? Um, anyway, 
So if you see me go like this, that's that's what's going on. Um, I just wish they'd find a place to exit this place, but who knows? Anyway, uh, but I found something tonight that's it's quite interesting, and it is something on four legs that kind of gallops around like a horse. And uh, I'm going to present that to you tonight um, in the second half of this broadcast. And um, you're going to get to see what I saw, and it's 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 pretty dang interesting. This thing even gallops like a horse, okay? <clears throat> or something like a horse. I'm not going to say it's exactly like a horse, but you'll see what I mean when you see it. Um, but they're actually making robots out there that can carry machine guns and um, and others that are, look quite, um, or lack of a better word, anthropomorphic. Uh, you know, two legs, two arms, and they walk upright on two legs. So um, we'll get to see that too. But um, science fiction is becoming science fact. And all those years that we had people laughing at us, telling us we were delusional and everything else, uh, those things are coming to be. And it's freaky. It is really freaky. Uh, So anyway, um, science fiction is becoming science fact very quickly. And now I kind of know why, you know, back in the year 1000, they thought the world was going to end. Okay. I don't know how they got that. It was the year 1000 and I guess somebody came up with it and you know, everybody's, Oh yeah, the world's ending. It never did. Okay. And other people have projected years that the world's going to end. Uh, other people have projected years that Yeshua is coming back and behold, lo and behold, they never happened. Okay. But I am really starting to see that now it's, I mean, I've known this for years, but every year I'm watching and, Things are getting more and more crazy. The stuff they're inventing with uh, with DNA, you know, mixing DNA of animals, you know, humans and other animals, uh, which incidentally happened before the flood. Um, and, and just a whole slew of things that are going on that I never thought would happen. Okay. But they're happening. And maybe they had to wait for my father's generation to pass by. Because I think if my dad saw the stuff that was going on, he'd grab his chest and fall to the floor. You know, thank God he went to be with the Lord back in 1999. Uh, I mean, the World Trade Center would have made him grab his chest and fall to the floor. Uh, especially, the way, you, know, the, you know, the way the government did it and blame it on the Muslims and stuff like that. And anyway, um, I digress. So um, anyway, the, the weird is becoming weirder and... The weirder is becoming weirdest, and um, and we get to watch it. So I always knew that I lived in the last generation, and I always knew that I would see things that were kind of out of ordinary. But this stuff is just it's mind blowing. It really is, and and this isn't even the total end. So what is it going to be like? You know, what's it going to be like in another ten years? Should the Lord tarry that long? You know. Um, you know, Yahweh can go back whenever he wants to, but how much does he allow us to see before that happens, right? Um, so anyway, I want to go to the first article and read it along with you. And um, things are getting pretty bad over in China, folks. I mean, they've been bad for a while, but um, it seems like what's happen- what happens in China happens here sooner or later, okay? Uh, they've been going through a lot of financial woes, and we've been at the beginning of going through financial woes. I mean... China's a mess. It really is. If we think that China has everything together, they don't. Okay. 
And if they are going to invade us, well, maybe they better take care of their own country first. Okay? Take care of China before you try to invade America because we're going to give you a run for your money if you try to invade here. Okay? That's just um, telling the Chinese right now. You come here, you're in for one wild ride. And I don't think you'll succeed, by the way. So, um, now I'm not putting it as a challenge. I'm putting it out as a a warning, (laughs) basically. Chinese, you come here, be ready. Uh, We're going to rock your world. So, anyway, um, what's going on in China, man? You've seen over in Shanghai and other cities how they've, they've locked people in. They've put barricades around their buildings so they can't get out. My goodness, they've turned Shanghai into a gulag, for goodness sakes. And this is what the left in this country wants. They want to turn our cities into gulags. Well, the answer is yes, it is. <laughs> that is the whole new world order thing of doing things. That's what the elites want. They want to move me and you out of our comfortable homes, our middle class homes. They want to take away our money and move us to the cities where they can control us. Okay. Um, and I'm hoping that this thing in China fails miserably so that the elites will see that if, Hey, if it's failing in China, which is a totalitarian regime, it's definitely going to fail in the United States. Okay. It's not even going to get off the ground here in the United States. And that's a, that's a, that's a promise. Okay. (laughs) We're going to take down the elites if we have to, and we will. Um, so, and hopefully Things will, you know, even out a little politically before anything bad happens. And we'll get to take some stuff back. I'd like to take it all back, but I don't know if we can. And that's something we'll have to see as time comes along. Okay. So anyway, yeah, China's a mess. Um, They've got the worst air pollution problem in the entire universe. Okay. Um, And knowing that Earth is the only really inhabited place in the universe, that's that's easy to say, but I mean, you could cut the air there with a knife and fork. All right. It's a nasty place. And aren't we lucky? We're at the tail end of the jet stream. So we get it sooner or later. It comes this way. All right. Um, and, and then they say that our air is dirty. It's like, no, no, we've had the cleanest running cars for many, many years now. Um, the tailpipes of our cars put out nitrogen and um, maybe a little CO2, but uh, mostly water. Okay, everything's good. That's what catalytic converters are. They use a catalyst to convert things into water and a couple of innocuous gases. All right. They might tell you otherwise, but that's all that comes out of that tailpipe. All right. I know it stinks sometimes. Oh, it's terrible. Especially if somebody's got a bad catalytic converter. <laughs> You don't want to get behind that guy or girl. Um, so anyway, um, yeah, we have the cleanest air. We have the much cleaner water than we had when I was a kid. We don't have lakes catching on fire, rivers catching on fire anymore. Um, last time I heard, people could fish and eat out of the Hudson River again. That tells you, God, oh, fly. That tells you a lot. So, and that was a pretty dirty river for a time, folks, believe me. Uh, having come back from, originated from there and, uh, and gotten to see it, you know, it, it was, it was pretty dang dirty, <laughs> but now it's not anymore. I wish Obama was here so the flies would go land on him. Um, oh, you're, you're dead. 
I'm not dirty either, folks. I'm clean. Um, I'm clean spiritually and physically. Okay, so anyway, let me get into this, and that way maybe I can distract myself from the uh, from the from the Lord of the Flies, who is trying to disrupt this program by sending some of his emissaries. <laughs> okay, all right. So I got into natural news today. And there's an article on there. China deploys tanks into the streets to prevent their citizens from withdrawing their money from banks amid collapsing financial systems. Now, you know, when I read from Natural News, I like to read their their uh, keywords, their meta words, okay? And there's some real doozies on this one, let me tell you. Okay. Now, first of all, this is uh, published uh, today, July, 20, July 25th, 2022, okay, by J.D. Hayes. All right, so I've never noticed him before, and but this article makes him uh, one of my favorite authors. Okay, so we got bail-in, banking, banks, Beijing, China, China collapse, China banks, China economy, China tanks, collapse, construction companies, um, currency crash, uh, debt bomb, uh, deception, economic, uh, economic collapse, um, enslaved, frozen accounts, um, market crash, mortgage boycott. Um, yeah, you heard me right. Mortgage boycott. We did read about that. Um, obey, protest, risk, and tanks. Okay. And if you notice, I'm kind of sinking down in the chair a little bit. Um, uh, I went and bought a cheap chair, and that's what I get for it. Anyway, all right, so this is natural news again. Let's see if I can read this. Okay, I can read it out my glasses. China's fast and loose financial practices have caught up with the country and now threaten to bring down the world's number two economy. Yay! Um, which is kind of sad because usually when countries are uh, strapped for cash, they usually go to war. But um, we'll just wait and see what happens with that. According to video clips posted to social media, the Chinese government is deploying tanks and armed troops to surround banks in order to prevent citizens from withdrawing their money and collapsing the cash-strapped financial institutions. One post on Twitter noted, Breaking! Tanks have been deployed on, on, on the streets of China to protect the banks. Due to the Henan branch of the Bank of China declaring that people's savings in their branches are now investment products and can be withdrawn. Ooh, so the bank's against the government. Let's let's take a, a second and look at this video, okay? I think it should be important that we do that. I guess that's the bank over there, huh? And people are in line at the bank. Oh, look, here's the tanks. There's the tanks. So this isn't some story that's just been made up. There are literally tanks. Okay. Thank God for social media. Um, thank thank Yahweh for it while we have it, because I don't know how long we're going to have it. According to the South China Morning Post, customers caught up in one of China's biggest banking scandals have been asked to wait patiently <laughs> to receive their compensation and growing concerns over systemic risks and social instability. Uh, deposited four, deposits at four banks in Henan province and one in neighboring Anhui province have been frozen since mid-April, leading to the protests from disgruntled customers. 
Some savers with deposits of less than 50,000 new yuan, that's uh, $7,400 U.S., received their money as promised on Friday, although others encountered a string of problems while trying to register for repayment scheme uh, due to the overloaded system. The action plan is to to repay the principal uh, of these customers in batches, said the unnamed official from the uh, from the China Banking and Insurance Regulatory Commission, CR, CBIRC, um, in a review with in an interview with the state-owned uh, China Banking and Insurance News that in that excuse me news in what was an exceedingly rare yet wide-range interview published on Sunday, the SCMP noted. I just got to learn to read slower. That's what I'm going to do. The official went on to note, however, that it will take the Chinese authorities an undetermined amount of time to gather information on an exceedingly large number of customers and and perform the pertinent analysis to determine what to pay out because the original date has been removed, the SMCP noted. Uh, The accounts in Yuzhou, forgive me, uh, Yuzhou, Oh, goodness gracious. Ximenxing, uh Village Bank, Shanghai Human uh, County Bank. Okay, Shanghai Human County Bank. Zingcheng, Huanghai Community Bank, and New Oriental Country Bank of Kaifeng in Henan Province, and Gushen, Sinhohai, hey, I just read it as it is. Uh, Village Bank in the Anhui uh, province have been frozen since April 18th, the paper reported, noting that it has already been months since customer assets were frozen. Interesting. Okay, let's see. Okay, here we go. The outlet noted that a preliminary probe revealed that the Huen Zinkaifu group had gained control over five rural banks via internal and external collusion while illegally attracting deposits from customers, attracting deposits from customers who contributed to savings accounts in the Sirdrik, yeah, in the CBIRC noted. Wow, this is a hard article to read. Um, the companies then hid its illegal actions by faking its business data also to cover up the fact that it had not paid any interest on those deposits, the CBIRC noted further. During the interview, the CBIRC pushed back on the claim that the, regula- that the regulator only offered compensation after several protests, one that resulted in demonstrators being attacked earlier this month, noting that the crisis was handled in accordance with the laws and regulations. Pardon me, folks. i got to raise the chair again. Whoa. Okay. See what I mean? <laughs> I was kind of sitting on the edge so that maybe you won't do this. Okay. All right. But that official did not mention the incident on July 10th in Zhengzhou, the capital of Henan province, the only and only referred to a group of, um, a group vast, a group visit incident that was censored on Chinese social media. 
Okay, now what I'm going to do, folks, real quick, is I'm going to see if there's anybody in the chat room, because I always get yelled at because I don't read the chats. Okay, there's nobody there. All right. Okay. Meanwhile, China has also experienced a widening mortgage boycott among consumers. Imagine that, a mortgage boycott. I'll do that. Uh, among consumers who are refusing to make loan payments on their purchase departments because the construction companies, which are also experiencing cash flow deficit, have stopped working on them. The list of Chinese home buyers refusing to pay their mortgages is growing. It's gotten so severe that experts are calling it a threat to the country's financial system. Chinese authorities held an urgent meeting with banks to discuss the situation, but for now, Many are left wondering if it's already on a collision course, NTD News reported. Uh, that was one of the shortest articles I've ever read on. But, folks, look what's happening here. This this has all the marks earmarks of uh, 1929 here in the United States when people ran on the banks to get their money out. And what did they do here? They closed the banks. And we had a, a population back in the 1920s and 1930s that was submissive to the government. So they didn't protest like we do nowadays. So you got these Chinese folks here. They're protesting. You know, they use the term Oriental, too. I was told never to use that term. But you know who told me not to use that term? (laughs) White folks told me not to say Oriental. Oriental means Eastern, right? Okay. So I'm going to say it from now on. If they're saying it in a a Chinese news article, I'm going to say it. Okay. And if they got one of their banks named Oriental Bank, hey, even better. So I will definitely be uh, be going back to that term, okay? Um, but anyway, so the Chinese, you know, I got they're, they're brave people. Remember Tiananmen Square back in what was the the 80s or 90s when they all got out there in the street and protested the government? Um, and a lot of those people died that day. You know, the government didn't put up with that stuff back then. Uh, they're not really putting up with it now either, but uh, they're just waiting for a day when the crews aren't out there watching and they're going to take care of these people. I promise you, they'll they'll be in gulags pretty soon. But how can you put people in gulags that have been living in gulags because their apartment buildings have been fenced off? Is there a special super gulag or something? Who knows? Um, so anyway, is it, now my question is, is this something that's coming to our country? Is this coming to the United States? Uh, Joe Biden has done everything he can to wreck this country. And because of that, our inflation rates are sky high. I mean, it could be a lot worse, but hey, we ain't done yet, I don't think. Um, and it just it just could get a lot worse here, folks. Is it going to come to the point where, where um, Sleepy Joe decides to call the, the National Guard out or the should I say the governors of the states, especially the blue states? But they're still going to start calling out the, the National Guard to guard the banks because the people are going to revolt against this stuff. You know, it's, um, you know, these banks and stuff, they don't mind taking our money. Oh, they'll take it in a heartbeat. But boy, the minute you owe them something, late fee, late fee. We got a late fee on you. You got to pay an extra $25 because you couldn't afford to pay your bank fee this month. You know, and uh, they're very unforgiving and they do not forgive um forgive debt ever. Um, I like when they make mistakes one time. Years ago, um, I had a credit card and I owed about $4,000 on it, I think. And 
and I paid $200 on it. And they made a mistake and said that I paid $2,000 on it. And I waited for a couple of months and hey, it never changed. So um, I actually got a windfall from, from a credit card company that um, that was really nice. I really enjoyed it. And then I prayed that that would happen again and again, but it hasn't. But, uh, you know, maybe this Nasara and uh, I guess Sara thing is going to happen and then it'll make everything right for all of us, right? Um, so anyway, uh, yeah, so we got this thing happening in China and it's a totalitarian, totalitarian regime. I could see it happening in Europe a lot easier than here. But given the circumstances of what we have in the White House, I don't even say who because I... I don't know. I have these people I don't think are human anyway, um, or they're, they're hybrids of some degree. Um, that's my own feeling. I can't prove that, but maybe someday they will. Um, because the government doesn't like you. It doesn't care for you. They're done with us, folks. They're done using us. Okay. They're, the middle class has supported everything in this country for Decades, at least decades, you know, maybe, maybe a hundred years, maybe, a maybe a hundred years or more. We've supported everything in this country. I mean, we've been paying money so that they can send money out of the country to fund coups and to, uh, to do everything else that they want to do. And, you know, we just sat by quietly while they did it. Not, and even if we, even if you protest, who do you protest to? Who do you protest against? <clears throat> because the Republicans do it just as much as the, Repub- the Democrats. And uh, the answer is not um, independents, <clears throat> the independent parties, because they're just as dirty. Look at dirty Bernie Sanders, for goodness sakes. That guy's dirty as the day is long. And, uh, you know, the, the, he won't die for a long time because hell's afraid he'll take over um, because everybody in hell will vote for him. And that's what kind of people vote for Bernie Sanders. Um, and if you don't like what I say, well, that's, you know, we can deal with that some other time. But <clears throat> anyway, um, so this is going on in China. And who's to say it can't happen here? Who's to say it won't happen here? I think it could happen here very easily. Because you got jerks like Kate Brown up in Salem and that idiot up in um, Olympia, Washington, and that moron down in California that's um, related to everybody, it seems like. Yeah, that's it's a very... Everybody's related to everybody in that whole cabal, folks. They're all related to one another. Um, and they're all as crooked as one another, all as dirty as one another. And, um, and I don't think there's any hope for them myself. I think they're all born to perdition. And, uh, and they're pretty well proving it, too. You know? <laughs> um, so anyway, that's happened in China, and it could happen here. And... Um, so let's see if there's anybody. Nope, nobody in a chat room. Remember this, folks. When people are yelling at me on Wednesday or next Monday or or Thursday when Brian and I are together. By the way, um, before we go any further, me and Ralph Epperson are going to be doing a show this mon- this Wednesday. It's not going to be live on here, okay? Uh, simply because Ralph has a um, little difficulty with technology. He's an older guy. So what we're going to do, we're going to do it on Zoom. And then uh, I will post it here. So it won't be a live show, but it'll be on here. And I'll also post it to other formats like uh, Rumble and, uh, and, and, and the like. Okay. 
So it'll be on Twitch live, but not live <laughs> and on Rumble as it usually is. Okay. And um, it looks like we may be doing a show every Wednesday. We'll see. But uh, Ralph really wants to get the message out to you folks and to everybody that'll listen that, uh, that there's a big mess out there and he gets into it with uh, communism and stuff like that. And folks, if you think communism is good, you need to be here on Monday, or excuse me, on Wednesday night after I post it. Because Ralph's going to tell you why, why communism sucks and why your love for communism is um, is really feigned, uh, feigned adoration. Because it's, uh, to use a, a word from the Communist, not the Communist Manifesto, the, well, I, I guess actually I think the, the Constitution of the Soviet Union was the Communist Manifesto. But um, one of the little phrases in there is, if you don't work, you don't eat. So all the hippies out there that like uh, like communism, like socialism, and the like, um, yeah, <laughs> when it comes about, if it comes about, um, and you decide you're not going to work, well, <laughs> you're going to be in a mass grave somewhere because their philosophy is, if you don't work, you don't eat. And... Um, Everybody in the Soviet Union worked. And the ones that didn't went to gulags and they disappeared. Okay. Uh, so put that in your pop, pot, pot. <laughs> I can't talk tonight. In your pot pipe and smoke it. Um, anyway, so that's basically um, that subject. Okay. And uh, we can we can talk some more about it toward the end of the show, I guess. Um, but... Um, Oh, we've been on 30 minutes already. My goodness. Now, the next one's going to blow your mind. <clears throat> okay, this was, a, this was a preparatory one to show you what's going on in China, what could go on here. Uh, what you're going to see next is actually technology that is is developed. It's, it's real today. It's um, <clears throat> And you're going to... You're going to be amazed at it. I was. I really was. Now, if they were sending these things against soldiers in another war or something, that would be awesome. But um, the fact is that I think they're using them in prep for um, what they're going to do here. Okay? And it ain't going to be pretty. All right? That's why every one of us has to resist from now on. Resist everything. They want you to put a mask on the door. Tell them to go get, go pound sand. You know? They want you to... Once you do this, once you do that, no, I'm not doing it. I'm not doing it. Sorry. Um, I went to nursing school. I can't work because they want me to get a shot that I'm not going to take. And they want me to wear a mask that impedes my breathing, which is very difficult anyway. So I have to go work somewhere um, when my health improves a little bit, hopefully. Um, somewhere where I can just be indoors and maybe at a gun counter somewhere in some store or something like that. And, uh, I can't practice my profession, which paid very well. Okay. But I can't do that anymore because of Kate Brown and, the and the Anthony Fauci's and the Joe Biden's of this world. Um, unless things change drastically and they say, Hey, we, yeah, that's all crap. We don't need to do that anymore. You know, start hiring people that you were that were working for you before. I had a laugh because um, I used to work at Oregon State Hospital. Uh, it's a mental hospital. I used to work up there, and um, I've actually heard commercials online now for people to come work there. <laughs> That's how desperate they were when they let a bunch of us go. I, I retired. I, I saw the end coming, and I retired. 
but they let a whole bunch of people go that were excellent workers. Man, I work with some of the most professional people I could think of, and they would not take the shot either. And now they're like I am. Okay. Some of them are, have a good pension and they're enjoying their retirement. I'm not. I, you know, we're, we're at the end of the rope every month. Let's just put it that way. Um, so anyway, uh, yeah. So Ralph's going to be on Wednesday and he's going to talk about a lot of this stuff and please be here. Um, if you want to get on Twitch, oh no, I'm sorry. I'm, I keep forgetting. We're not doing this live. Uh, we'll be doing it on Zoom, uh, probably around noon, I think, on Wednesday. So there's a good chance that this show will be airing on Wednesday at the time that we would normally air our shows at 7 o'clock at night. I could, I could do it earlier, too, if people wanted. If more people tell me they want it to be earlier, I could probably do that. But I figured if we went from 12 to 1 or 12 to 2, whatever, on Tuesday, on Wednesday, and then I had enough time to get it downloaded and then uploaded to the different formats, then uh, this would be awesome. And so we'll be doing it anyway, at least this Wednesday and probably more Wednesdays with Ralph Efferson, okay? And what he's got to present, folks, is it can't be ignored. It's, it can't be missed. And please, if you would, take the message and tell other people about it. Give them the link where this show is going to be on this Wednesday night show. I mean, do it anyway for all of our shows, but for goodness sakes, do it for Wednesday night. Okay? I think it's crucial that everybody hears his message. I think your life depends on it, basically. <laughs> so your, your life depends on Yahweh, of course, and on the blood of Yeshua. But what Ralph has to, to offer to us on Wednesday is, is information that could save your life. Okay? All right, now let's move on. All right. You know what? I never shared that, did I? <laughs> Let me, um, what a putz. <laughs> Let me go ahead and put that video on real quick of the tanks around. Uh, I can't believe I did that. Uh, no, I can't actually, considering what today's been like. Um, I'm going to show that video one more time, okay? And I'll even enlarge it so you can, so we can both see it. Now, these are. What's going on here? Mamma mia. <sighs> okay. We'll just watch it on Twitter. Okay. Does that sound good? Let's make it large. Yes, those are tanks. See right there? Right there? Right there? And it keeps wanting to play over again, so we won't do that, okay? Uh, let's see. Let me get out of here. Okay, I promise you I will put the next screen on here because there's a couple of videos on here that you just got to see, okay? I mean, you just really got to see these videos. Okay, so let me get rid of this one. All right, yeah, that's gone. All right, let me share this one. And I will then go over here. Okay, this is also in natural news, okay? Companies developing robots with machine guns in preview of dystopian Terminator future. I couldn't have titled that any better than that. 
okay? I'm pretty good at inventing titles. Well, at least I think I am anyway. People have told me that. This has been put on again by J.D. Hayes, okay? Again, today, Monday, Jan- July 25th, 2022. And the tags are artificial intelligence, dystopian future, future war, genocide, guns, militarized robots, robot war, robot dog, woof, um, robot Skynet, technology, Terminators, violence, weapons of war, and weapons platforms. Okay. Let's get into this, and we'll watch the videos as we go down, okay? All right. See this thing here? You're going to see a video of this thing. Now, remember what I said about horses? Ooh, four legs. And where do you see it galloping around? And hear it galloping around, okay? This this is going to be, this is going to blow your mind. If you haven't been seen this already, that is, okay. Natural news. Without a doubt, technology is advancing so rapidly now that by the time some things hit the market, they are already obsolete. Bought a computer lately? Um, robotics, for instance, was a budding field just a couple of decades ago, but thanks to advancements in construction, artificial intelligence, materials, and programming, they are fast becoming reality and much more. Right here. We are going to become weapons of war. They are going to become weapons of war as well. Um, some people may too. Well, we get into that maybe later. Um, as reported by Cyber News, Boston Dynamics has shown how it is leading robotic model can pull off some amazing dance moves as well as other human-like movements. But other firms are working on working to turn robots into killing machines. That said, the latest model models, video of which has been posted to social media, resembles something out of a sci-fi movie or the book of Revelation. Twitter uh, user Sean Chiplock shared a video of someone in Russia firing a gun with a quad, uh, from a quadruple robot. Sean Gallagher, a senior threat research at Sophos, said the robot dog is of Chinese origin. Okay, are you ready for this? Come on. Ah, you got to be ready for this. Let me let me see if anybody. Nope, nobody's in the chat room. Dang it. Okay. Watch this, folks. This is gonna blow your mind. All right, let's make it large.
Okay, now they call that a robot dog. Oh, down boy. <laughs> uh, sit boy. Good dog. Okay. Uh, that blew my mind. That, I don't know about you, I've been around horses before, and I I kind of think that that sounds like what a horse with hooves would sound like on a hard surface. Um, some of you may debate that, and if you, if you do, that's okay, because, you know, that's what we're all about. But, um, man, I would not be on, on the barrel end of one of those things, okay? Now, it looked like it wasn't quite accurate. Maybe it was. I don't know, because every time the recoil put it up in the air, it would shoot over your head. It looked like anyway to me. But maybe it starts down low. Maybe it starts down at the feet and then shoots all the way up. Cut you right in half, right? Uh, vertically. Okay, let's... I don't know. I... I I just kind of marvel at that, okay? I really, really marvel at that because um, it's amazing. It really is. Now, why can't they make something like that that puts out fires, you know, send it into a burning building to put out fire with a hose or something or an extinguisher or or um, make something like that to transport sick people or, you know, no, they got to make it with a machine gun. Of course they do. You know, because sick people are, are at, according to the elite, are a drain on our society. They're worthless eaters, according to the elite. Um, I, I disagree. I think the elite are worthless eaters because they don't do anything. Um, they don't do anything but kill people <laughs> and, and make wars and make runs on banks and everything else. Okay, let's look at the article here. All the people who laughed off the worry warts uh, years ago we're freaking out about fancy, dan- funny dancing robot dogs should be forced to watch this video once a day to remind for the remainder of the year, he wrote on Twitter posts containing the stunning video clip. And it says the same thing here with, uh, and you can review the replies if you want to. By the way, this is on, again, on Natural News, and you can go right to that article and it'll you can look at all the little side links and stuff that are here. I especially love those stray bullets being shot off at completely random angles to later strike some random citizen because the billion-dollar robot somehow still can't account for muzzle rebound after the shots. <laughs> Isn't that the truth? Gallagher added in another tweet, our tax dollars are being put to work with or without our consent. Ooh. Didn't I just talk about that earlier? Okay. Meanwhile, another Twitter account. I'm, t- I'm reading this, folks. I've never read this before. Okay. I've looked at the videos, but I haven't read the content. Uh, meanwhile, another Twitter account called Daddy Psyops posted an even more stunning video clip of a more human-looking robot being put to the test using live ammunition. The researchers are seen kicking the robot and knocking it over, um, excuse me, hijacking it from behind, throwing up barriers, and doing other drills such as taking away its weapons. The robot not only fires at targets extremely accurately, but it also can tell when to shoot at a human or at least the designated human researchers. Ooh, imagine that. Go into that church and kill those people. Okay, this is interesting. Watch this, folks. You ain't seen nothing yet.
I wouldn't do that with a loaded weapon that big, Dan. That's a 50 caliber gun right there. I think, yeah. So it looks like it was distinguishing between a human and a dummy. That's freaky, folks. That is freaky as freaky gets. Okay? Man. 20 years ago, I would never thought of this. Never, ever, ever. Okay. As for the robot dog, Cyber News reported that it appeared to reassemble the Go One robot dog model made by Unitree Robotics. <clears throat> okay. For example, the backside of the device in the video exhibits a distinct pattern on the plastic covered between the hind legs. A similar design is visible on devices in Unitree's promotional material, the report stated. The Hangzhou based, what is with this, all these Chinese names? The Hangzhou based company is selling the Go One model of the robot for $2,700 on its website. Ooh. Get yours now. Um, a fraction of the, a fraction over the 75000 that the American made spot would cost its owner. $2,700? Wow. Huh. I don't know. That's, that's too freaky. Um, as noted in the video, the robotic dog does not handle the weapon's recoil very well when it is in full auto mode. But when the gun is set to fire one round at a time, the platform appears to handle the recoil much better and is more accurate, according to Cyber News patches. Um, the ins oh, patches the insignia on the dog appear to indicate that it's being tested in Russia. As for the human robot being put through its various uh, shooting drills, it became obvious very quickly that the researcher definitely trusted the robot with their lives. <laughs> yeah. Um, the fact is, whether we like it or not, these dystopian weapons platforms are coming soon to the battlefield or a city street near us, and sooner rather than later. Man, take a pause for a second, folks, and think about that. Um, do you remember, have you ever seen a, they remade the movie and I hate remade movies. Okay. But there's a movie that came out in the early fifties called, called the day the earth is still. And it was, um, the, the animation was done by George Powell and the animation for the 1950s is amazing. It's simply amazing. But they had this robot on there. His name was Gort and Gort came out first before Klaatu did. Klaatu was the human-looking character that came out. 
And Gort just stand, stood there um, as the owner came out. Well, when the owner came out, some trigger-happy GI shot him. And the robot started shooting at the tank. A little window opened up on its eyes, by its eye, and this little laser came out. It was shooting tanks and people and everything else until um, – I, I noticed – I've seen this movie so many times. Um, uh, Klaatu yelled out, uh, Gort Beringue. And he shut his little window and just sat there motionless. And, um, but they asked him, you know, uh, uh, the uh, government officials asked, or actually it was a scientist, <clears throat> asked Klaatu, he said, how much power does he have? He says he could destroy the whole earth if he wanted to, you know, and, and then I see this, you know, and, and you, you put a Klaatu, or excuse me, you put a Gort suit on this thing. And give it a laser, my goodness, you have what this interplanetary being had back in the 1950s. Of course, it's an actor and, you know, it was a, it was a movie and it wasn't real, but <laughs> was it? Uh, I don't know. It's, like I said, science fiction is becoming science fact. And um, the sooner that we realize that, the better. Now, I, I took that kind of comfort in the thing could be knocked down and everything. And um, I'm sure that you could develop something that would just take it out. Um, but in the meantime, you know, I'm, I'm 63 years old. I'm, I'm becoming a frail old man in, in a few years, you know, and would I be able to do something like that? Would I have young people that could knock it down and hold it down while, you know, we're, we're dispatching it to robot hell? Um, no, I don't know. I really just don't know. And so these are the things that they're developing, folks. And these are the things that could be coming up to your door. And saying, you know, something like, you need to take the vaccine. No, I'm not going to take the vaccine. Then it pulls out a nine millimeter. You need to take the vaccine. No, I'm not going to take it. You know, blow you away. And that's, you know, what is it? You know, you need to pay your taxes. You know, how debased can it become? You know, you need to take the mark of the beast. You know, man, I'm telling you. We're watching tools that will lead to the annihilation of a lot of people. Hopefully not me and you, but I'm not ruling it out. Oh, folks. Now, the thing that I really find scary is uh, pharmacist. I bet your eye doctor makes millions off of you. I don't understand what that means. The most fake thing you've ever seen. Okay. Good. Well, you're entitled to your opinion. That's cool. Um, I don't know what my eye doctor has to do with anything, but um, whatever. Oh, maybe because I think it's real. Thanks, man. (laughs) You're welcome. Everybody's entitled to their opinion. That's what the First Amendment's for. Um, however, if you're casting dispersion on me because of my eyesight, I don't know. Um, anyway, let me, let me go back to, it's just me. Oh, no, that's not it. I got to get rid of, uh, let's see here. Maybe you're right. (laughs) Okay. Let's just get rid of that. Okay. Here I am. Um, we read about, I appreciate you too, Harvestus. Um, 
we read in Revelation about some really weird looking things, really weird, you know, a thing that looks like a locust, but has a, a stinger of a scorpion on the back of it. And uh, back about 10 years ago, I looked at something that the Israelis had invented. And what it was was actually a locust looking thing that can fly and it said it could even kill people. Now, the thing in Revelation isn't supposed to be able to kill people. It just hurts them really bad over and over and over again. Um, that's the price you pay when you pick a fight with God, you know, Yahweh and it is. And um, but then there's there's those locusts. They come out of a supposedly an abyss and uh, somewhere in the east, I guess. And um, but other things are there, too. OK, it talks about um is it in Daniel? No, it's Joel. Joel talks about an end time army that can jump over walls. You ever remember that song in church? I can, I can uh, run through a troop and leap over a wall. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. That's talking about Joel. Well, I'm here to tell you that that's not humans. Okay. Not like we know them. Okay. That's that end time army in Joel is a demonic army. Okay. I want nothing to do with that. And I'm not part of it and I will not be part of it. Um, so we read all, all these things about, you know, what somebody's, uh, what is that, that jerk for the world economic forum, Klaus Schwab and his, um, his disciple, uh, slash, uh, uh, advisor, uh, Yuva, um, Yuval Harari. I'm actually remembering stuff. This is cool. Um, how Yuval Harari is talking about meshing humans with machines, kind of like in the Borg in Star Trek, you know? And I don't think that's very far off, actually. And then he's even talking about you'll never die. Well, what was the lie that Satan told Eve? No, you will not die, okay? You'll be like God. Okay, so he's talking about taking your consciousness, you know, your being, your essence, and when you die or when you're getting close to dying, taking it and putting it in a computer or a machine or something or a robot like we saw. And um, and then you're, you'll live forever because when that thing wears out, you put it in another one and in another one and another one. You know, you could live for thousands, million or hundreds of thousands of years, according to what they're talking about. And um, so, uh, you know, so the plans are afoot to do these kind of things. And it's it's freaky, it's scary, and it's unkosher for sure. Um, and uh, where was I going with this? Oh, okay. Uh, the big threat that we really need to worry about and um, harvests. <laughs> I'm going to throw one at you that maybe you've never heard of, but maybe you have, and you tell me what you think. Um, if you've read any book by Dr. D- Jacob, David Jacobs, he, um, he's okay. I will. He, uh, he has written books that where he's hypnotized some of these, um, abductees, uh, alien abductees that are basically going along with the program. And, uh, what's happening is they're, they're th- through successive tries. They're, they're actually melting their DNA with human DNA and making these things that David Jacobs calls hubrids. Not hybrids, hubrids, human hybrids. Um, and uh, according to him, they've been uh, they've been coming down to Earth to kind of orient them. Uh, they they have certain people that work with them that are abductees, and um, 
and they, they take them like to malls and see how they do in malls and um, take them to clothing stores and stuff like that. These things have the, the ability to, to change people's minds about things, according to what David said and what, um, <laughs> not hubris. <laughs> Very good. Uh, hubreds, H-U-B-R-E-D-S. Um, thank you. That was funny. Um, and so what they're doing is, is they're kind of, um, training these, these beings to be able to function in human society with the end goal of eliminating humanity and these things taking over. And, um, it's, it's interesting that, um, that's what the evil one has always wanted to do. He hates human beings. He hates, even if you're a Satan worshiper, he hates you. Yes, he'll use you for a while, but then he'll cast you aside. <laughs> kind of like some girlfriends you might have had <laughs> when you were younger, or you gals, some boyfriends. Uh, they use you and then they cast you aside when they don't need you anymore. And um, so this is this is the plan, actually. And I got to share something with you, and, and and I'll share something that happened to Jim Wilhelmson, too, because I'm sure he would allow me to do this. But um, <clears throat> when my first wife passed away, you know, when you, when you lose somebody, you wish that they, they weren't gone. You wish that they would were still there and that you would do anything to get them back. Now, being a believer in Yeshua, I know that she's in heaven and and she's waiting for me and everybody else, her, everybody else that's her family saved and everything. Um, but you still, you know, it's like, man, I miss them. I miss their company. I miss going out to eat lunch and dinner with them. I miss sleeping with them, everything, you know, and um Let's see, I'm in the pharmaceutical field. They're using unidentified DNA for the new vax. Yeah, I believe it. Man, I'd like to talk with you. <laughs> Related to the hubris. Okay. Uh, might be related. Yeah, that's interesting. That's very interesting. See that's see, see what Hubert what um Harmonist is saying is that they're making new vaccines with DNA that is unknown. Now, is it their DNA? And when I say they, I'm talking about fallen angels. I'm not talking about aliens from other planets. Okay, everybody, if you want to believe that they're from other planets, have at it. But that's an age-old lie that you know is is becoming popular again. Um. Oh, H-U-B-R-E-D-S. Yeah, hubreds. Uh, like hybrids, but with a U instead of the Y. Um, so, um, anyway, getting back to my story. A lot of RNA with it, it's not a it's not compatible with Earth DNA. Ooh, boy, did you hit the nail on the head. Pharmacist, man, you're, you're awesome. Um let me jump to what, what, what Harmus is talking about. There's a scripture that talks about that. In Daniel, I think it's chapter 2, Daniel's talking to, to Nebuchadnezzar about a dream he had, and he's trying to explain the dream. And I, I know I've talked about this a million times, but please bear with me. Um, in that dream, Nebuchadnezzar saw a statue, and the head was gold. This part was silver. The loins were um, brass, and the legs were made out of steel, or excuse me, iron. But the feet were made out of iron and clay. Okay, and he goes on to explain how Nebuchadnezzar is the head of gold. That's Babylon, and that Greece or Grecia 
is the, the breastplate of, uh, or the breast of uh, silver, that the next uh, kingdom, um, actually not, not Greece, yeah, um, Media Persia is the, the breastplate. It's the next kingdom that comes along. And he says another kingdom will come along and it'll have its um, its loins of brass. And that later turned out to be um, Grecia. And then the lakes turned out to be Rome. But in Daniel, there's a scripture in Daniel in, in chapter 2, I believe it is, that, that talks about the, the, the feet of iron and clay. Now, iron doesn't mix with clay. Anybody knows that, okay? Especially miry clay, because miry clay is a junk clay. And he tells the angel tells Daniel or whoever's talking to him that they will not the feet of iron and clay uh, will not will not oh I'm trying to think of it uh, he's talking about that they won't they won't be able to be compatible with one another kind of like you were talking about armistice um, and they will not cleave to one another is what he said and he said because they're um, they will mingle their seed with the seed of men, but it will not work. I, I can't remember the word it says in there, but they will not cleave to one another is what he says. And it's very interesting because it says they will mingle themselves with the seed of men. Well, the seed of men is, you know, you, us guys, right? And, of course, our seed, we we pass along to the woman, and then the woman saying is fertilized and stuff. Um but what's happening with these these hubris and with the hybrids is that they're, these fallen angels, which is what they believe they are, are taking the seed of men and they're mixing it with their own seed and the seed of a human woman. So they're manipulating things to where their own DNA is is in these things. And um, and this is how they, they plan on doing it. Okay. Now, think about this. Every time you give blood, does all that blood go to the blood bank? Um, or does some of the DNA go somewhere else? Okay, do they, when you uh, give a biopsy of something, well, that wouldn't be a good because a biopsy is a renegade. Um, but if you um, have any kind of lab work done, you know, does it always go to the lab or do they set a little aside to send it somewhere else? I, I don't know. I don't work in the lab, so I can't tell. But getting back to my story, um, you know, I was, I was mourning and I was sad and everything else, of course. And, and I, you know, I was like, Lord, I'd do anything just to have her back. You know, I, you know, I know that she can't come back, but I'd do anything to have her back. And I heard succinctly in my ear or in my brain in my consciousness, I heard she'll be back, but it won't be her. I am scared of these hubris. They're going to rape our women to bear more seeds. Yeah, that's what's going on with the the, um, the alien abduction stuff for many years. And it happened before the flood, too. If you read. Yeah, yeah. Oh, another Dean. Hi, how you doing? Um, so anyway, I heard in my, my consciousness or my head or whatever. I don't know how the Lord speaks to other people, but that's how he speaks to me. And I don't want people to think I'm schizophrenic, like I'm hearing voices in my ears. You know, I'm not. But um that voice said, you'll see her again, but it won't be her. So I told this story to Jim Wilhelmson. And Jim Wilhelmson told me, <laughs> it freaked him out because he got quiet for a few minutes on the phone. I'm like, are you okay? Are you having a heart attack? You know, are you, you know, no, I'm here, he said, but he said, I got to share something with you. 
He says, I had a dream not too long ago. He says, you got to understand, my parents were, they loved Yeshua. They loved the Lord. And they died loving the Lord. You know, they, that was, Jesus was their passion. And he said in his dream, his parents came back and he welcomed them into the house. Okay. But they started telling him, oh, you know what? You're wrong. Yeshua is not the Messiah or Jesus is not the, the Christ. Um, you've been deceived all along and you have to believe this way. And he, they gave him kind of a new age kind of thing. And he realized that they weren't his parents. So they got two different people that had that same kind of thing happen to them. Okay. Uh, so if you've lost a, a relative and they come knocking on your door and they reappear, I mean, if they've died, you, you know, they're dead. Okay. You saw them in their coffin and everything else. Um, yeah. Right. I agree with that. Harmacist. Um, anyway, so now I took this uh, warning and, and Jim did too. And if it ever happens, I'm going to say, get the hell out of here. You're not my wife. You're an imposter. And I rebuke you in the name of Yeshua HaMashiach or Jesus the Christ. You know, and, and they're bound to leave, of course, and that happens. But, um, oh, good. I got, this is neat because we got people in the chat room that are chatting with one another. I love it. Chat, fellowship with one another, guys. Right on. Um, so anyway, folks, there's, there's a lot of weird stuff going on. I mean, aside from the science stuff we looked at earlier, I mean, the, the robots and, and, and the junk that's going on in China. You know, there's a lot of stuff that's going on behind the scenes that we don't know about. And like I said, these elites, they don't care anything about me and you. Uh, one of the people on uh, the chat room was talking about lisinopril. And it's a blood pressure medication, but it's got its problems. It's got a lot of problems. Uh, but doctors still prescribe it. People still take it. Okay. Um, and anyway, but a lot of drugs are have problems with them. Okay. A lot of them. And, uh, I think that I, I hope that someday Yahweh will reveal a way to get us off those medications so that we, we either use natural medications or we get healed like of the blood pressure problem, you know, of the arrhythmia problem, me, you know, I've got lots of problems health wise, but Getting rid of the arrhythmia would be a wonderful thing. And I don't mean by killing me. We die, we get healed automatically, right? But um, So anyway, there's there's a lot of stuff afoot out there. And there's a lot of weird things that are going on that the government's doing. Uh, they're in alliance with the, uh, the fallen angels. And that's why we're getting all this technology now. You know, if you read the book of Enoch, first Enoch, I don't know about the other two. I, I know first Enoch. And I've been told the other two are kind of off key, but. Um, it talks about men mixing animals and that's one of the reasons why Yahweh destroyed the earth the first time. And, um, so it also mentions, um, well, it mentions a lot of things, but, um, like I said, it mentions DNA manipulation and, and it mentions that the angels came down and they gave, gave technology to the women of earth. And, you know, um, Here's an example. Uh, my wife likes to watch uh, true crime stuff, okay? 
And because she likes to watch it, and I love my wife, I like to sit and watch true, true crime stuff with her. There's some people I can't stand, but there's other people that I like to listen to and watch. So she's gotten an idea and passed it on to me, and I've liked it. So anyway, um, it talked about cutting of roots, um, en- enchantments, incantations, and stuff like that. They brought all this occult stuff down to the women of Earth who shared it with their husbands and polluted mankind, the mind anyway, and the heart probably. Um, so in our day and age, since we're polluted already, most people, um, they're, they're, they're given technology in the way of, uh, electronics, um, flying devices. Half of that stuff that's out there is human made, but it's been given to us from the fallen angels. Um, Nazi Germany was developing time machines. They were developing, uh, the Glocka, the Nazi bell. And uh, it's interesting that, and you guys got to, if you find Jim Wilhelmson online, get a hold of him because he's a real, when it comes to Diaglaka, he's an authority. Um, but this thing would actually use a mercury spinning in two different directions to create a gravitational field around it or an anti-grav field around it. And it, it, it had been known to disappear and reappear. And, uh, so at the end, uh, Hans Kommler, wow, amazing. I'm ruining all this stuff tonight. Hans Kommler, who is the head of that, um, Hitler told him to go destroy all that stuff or Himmler. I can't remember. And he went uh, into that. And I understand that they killed most of the scientists that were there, but the three Diglockas that were there disappeared. And one of them, and so did Hans Kommler. Hans Kommler disappeared. And lo and behold, 1963, something that looked like an egg horn or a bell. Bill in Kecksburg, Pennsylvania. And boy, the military couldn't get out there fast enough. And, um, you know, they scooped it up and took it away. Now, was that Homs Kommler? Had he jumped forward in time? I don't know. Uh, but the two other bells, it's interesting. Now, uh, Jim was very involved with um, Leroy Gayton. He was a constable down in uh, the Stevensville, Texas area. And um, Leroy said that uh, when all the Stevensville's lights were going on, I think it was that 2008, 2009, right around there, that there were two orbs up in the sky and each one had what looked like a bell in it. So was that the other two Nazi bells coming into, into our reality again or coming back up to our time? Um, I don't know, but it could very well be. Because, uh, man, they were sending jets up there trying to take those things down right away, you know, and... Um, I don't know if they got them or not, but if they did, they, they gained a lot of information. And, um, uh, I don't know. There's, I'm sorry. I'm just looking at some of the writing here. Um, now Jim theorizes, and I think he's got a really good point that, um, he, he says, he theorizes that, and I hope I'm correct about this. And if I'm not, I hope he gets a hold of me and lets me know, um, that, Having gained that technology of the Nazi bell, they are scientists, modern day scientists, somehow have been able to go into the future and see the future. Okay. But they've only been able to go so far. They, there's some kind of like lock on, on the future and they can't go all the way. Um, and I'm going to explain to you what that lock might be. Um, cause it's in scripture, but, um, he theorizes that what they went to the future far enough to see the Antichrist sitting in the temple, proclaiming himself to be God. And because that's as far as they went and that's what they've seen, they theorize that 
that's what happens that they win. Okay. The new world order, the elites, the Nazis that are still around, by the way, uh, they win. Okay. Not knowing what happens afterwards, but they just care about that. Um, and because of that, they think they've seen the end, but they haven't. Now, uh, okay. Anyway, um, so that being the case, if you look in, um, what is it? Revelation chapter 10, I think. I, I know scripture, but I don't know addresses. Okay. Um, okay. Anyway, they're, they're having their discussion there. Um, it says, it's between the blowing of the sixth and the seventh trumpet. Now, the seventh trumpet is the last trumpet. Now, I was talking about Revelation and and the um, the rapture and stuff like that, how it will happen at the last trumpet. The seventh is the last one. Okay? Now, entertain me with this, okay? What if God said, okay, well, you know, I, they've seen the Antichrist sitting in the temple, proclaiming himself to be God, think they won. Why did it end there? Why couldn't they go any further? Well, if you look at the chapter, ch- chapter 10, I can't remember the address. It's in 10. Uh, it says bef- between the sixth and seventh trumpet, it says that the angel stands and he makes a proclamation. And that proclamation is time will be no longer. That's freaky. Okay. So I looked in the scripture and I did a word study on it. Time is chronos in Greek. Like we all know chronograph and, um, chronographer and stuff like that. B is the word B uh, in, in Greek. And no longer means, get this, no longer means something that once was has been changed to something else. Time gets changed to something else. Could it be that right at the end, because remember Yeshua, Jesus, oh man, he said, unless the days were shortened, no flesh would survive. Okay, unless he comes, shortens the, the, that seven years that, or the last three and a half years, that mankind would be obliterated off the face of the earth. But he's going to show up just in time to save it. Okay, so, um, so he has actually changed time into something else. Now, imagine if he just eliminated time. Okay, now he can do this because in, when we read about the um, Joshua's long day. Remember, he was going into battle, and and he looked at the sun, and he said, stay there, don't move. And then he looked at the moon and said, stay there, don't move. It looks like I got stain on my arm from staining my cabinet. Um, Anyway, uh, folks, if you're not looking at this, I just raised my arm, and I saw that. So anyway, um, so if Joshua could point at the sun and say, stay there, and, you know, God gave him the authority to say that, obviously Yahweh did. Um, and moon stay there, it means that he turned a day into almost like a 48 hour day. Okay. And which I think is quite interesting. <laughs> you look battered. Are you talking to me? Do I look battered? Anyway. Okay. So if that can happen and the moon and, and the stars didn't move and anything else, what happened that day? Everything froze. But if everything froze, that means the whole universe runs on atoms, okay? The rotation of atoms around nucleus. And so you'd have to freeze that too, okay? So this is this is a physics problem, okay? But we're talking about a being that created the universe and can do anything he wants to with it, okay? 
So if he can make Joshua's long day, he can certainly eliminate time. Okay, and then after he does that, a lot of freaky things happen. Read, read Revelation. It's bizarre. Um, so imagine you know, you're, you're sitting on earth. You've taken the mark on your right hand or your forehead. Um, you have no chance of getting saved ever from that. Um, hold on a sec. Oh, let me finish and then I'll look at this. Um, and then all of a sudden time is eliminated, which means that the fifth dimension basically, or the fourth, fourth is space time has been eliminated. Okay. Which means that you're in a different dimension. You're actually in the dimension that we can't see around here. Um, and you can read about, um, Elisha's, um, servant in the old Testament. We'll talk about it. Um, but, um, you, you get to see all the creepy things that are out there. You get to see the, they'll get to see the good angels battling the bad angels with flaming swords. And imagine this, this is going to be amazing. It's, you know, grab your popcorn and sit down and watch, you know, um, now, I mentioned Alicia's servant. Um, Alicia's servant was with, with, with Alicia. He was a prophet. He was the, the one that took over Elijah's ministry when Elijah was translated to heaven. Um, and so what happened was, was God was feeding, Yahweh was feeding him all this information about the king of Syria. You know, he's going to go here this day. He's going to go here. This. He'd take that information and give it to the king of Israel. So the king of Israel was waiting <laughs> to attack the Syrians when they came. So the king of Syria, after a while, says, hey, um, he says, hey, you know, which one of you guys is a traitor? He's talking to his, his uh, advisors. Which one of you is is feeding information to the king of Israel? And they said, well, none of us are, but um, the prophet Elijah knows what you're going to do. He hears when you make your plans in your bedroom, for attack. And so he goes, well, go get that guy. Bring him here. I don't need him anymore. I need him out of the picture so I can destroy Israel, you know? Well, they found out where he was. He was, I can't remember the name of the city he was in. And um, they surrounded the city and his servants started freaking out. He's like, oh, we're going to die. We're all dead. Look at all those Syrians out there. They're surrounding the city. There's no way we're going to survive this, you know? And, and so Elijah goes, Lord, open up his eyes. Let him see what's all around here. And, and his eyes were open. And there was, it said there were flaming chariots, flaming angels with flaming swords on chariots <clears throat> um, all around the city, waiting, waiting to destroy the Syrians. So anyway, Elijah, uh, anyway, Yahweh makes the Syrians blind, all the soldiers. So he goes out there and he says, what are you out here for? You know, what are you doing out here? Well, we're here to get this guy, Elisha. He says, he said, we, we need him. We got to bring him to our king. He says, well, follow me. I know right where he is. So they, he led them right to the camp of the Israelites who were waiting for him. And basically they surrounded them and they had to drop their swords. And, and instead of, you know, destroying them, the Israeli king, Israelite king um, had a banquet for them and then sent them back to Syria. And it says, and no longer after that did the, did the Syrians try to attack Israel. So um, anyway, so, you know, he got to see what's in that other um, dimension. And we have no idea what's going on around us. The Bible tells us we have a great cloud of witnesses that are observing. Okay. Those are good guys and bad guys. Okay. Um, it's not our dead departed ones. It's, it's the good angels, the bad angels, the demons, 
um, and everybody else, they're, they're watching us. They want to know what we're going to do next so they can sabotage things and make our life miserable. And sometimes they're pretty, pretty good at it. But if we know where this stuff is coming from, we can glide through it basically a lot easier. And, uh, so the, these, this other side, the, they know what, see, you got to understand that the, um, the other side there, there's a hierarchy. Okay. Just like there is in the, in the good angelic kingdom, there's a hierarchy where there's, uh, Paul talks about it. There's principalities, powers, rulers. Uh, it's in Ephesians six, uh, spiritual wickedness in high places and stuff like that. Each one of those is there's a high, a high one and a 100. Um, if you, if you look at Daniel, Daniel was, um, the angel. I'm going down again. Uh, the angel said, Hey, I'd like to get you this message sooner, but I was, I was battling against the prince of Persia. Well, the prince of Persia was, is a, Persia was a principality for these, these fallen angels. And he had a battle with them to get this message to Daniel. I actually, um, the, the, our, Michael the archangel came and battled for him while he took the message. But, um, so it goes to show you that all around us, probably even in this room, I don't know. There are principalities, powers, and rulers that are good and bad, trying to support what we're doing, and also trying to, the bad guys are trying to stop what we're doing, okay? So anyway, that's your lesson in angelology, I guess, today. Um, Okay, let me see here. Opposing the Matrix, I have been looking into the Hubert DNA studies uh, it looks like I, it looks like it can commonly cause dehydration, hyperlipidemia, atrial fibrillation, lipomagnesemia, gout, and ascites. Huh, that's interesting. Okay, um, if you, if you want to write in here how that, I understand the principle of what you're saying, pharmacist, but also uh, ventricular rhythms. Would that have something to do with the electrical channels in our bodies? Super ventricular rhythms, okay. Is that kind of a, like an electromagnetic kind of thing? Um, they, they mess with the DNA in order to do that. Or are you saying that the hubris have all those problems? I'll keep talking until I get an answer from them. But um, anyway, so I'm going to, I'm going to get off of this thing in a minute. Okay. Hold on. They are thinking it is the magnesium of the SA node of the heart. Oh, really? Okay. Hubris have those problems. Well, good. So all we've got to do is do something to make them so they have a low magnesium level in their body. I know that potassium has a lot to do with it. Do you know about that? Folks, I don't know if you noticed behind me here. We're, we're making some progress here in this place. Um, we've got the kitchen all set up, and uh, pretty soon, opposing the matrix is going to have a, a new bunker, so to speak. Um it's, it's going quite quickly and quite good, actually. Uh, yeah, potassium in the heart. 
because I know when my potassium gets really low, I, I start getting uh, heart. I start getting AFib and um, PVCs. Yeah, that's what they use for lethal injection. Exactly. That's why if you take it, you have to get checked all the time for it. This uh, harvest Did you know I was a pharmacy tech for twenty five years? That was my profession for many years, and I've dealt with a lot of pharmacists and I, very people with very high integrity, and um, seems like you're one of them. Yeah, I was. Then I went into nursing for five years. Either way, I was going to get fired when the when the shock thing started. Pharmacist, did you did you take the injection? Harvest says it's awesome that I was in the pharmacy field. Okay. Anyway, it's starting to get dark out here. It's, um, what is it, uh, 840, and the sun has gone down, and uh, it's starting to cool off. Thank you. Thank you, Yahweh. And, um, so I think I'm going to put an end to this. We've been on almost an hour and a half, an hour and 25 minutes. <laughs> I stabbed that. Okay, friendly peach. That's not a fun thing to do. It's not a friendly thing to do, stabbing the harvestist. <laughs> I love you guys. <laughs> this is great. Well, folks, uh, again, on Wednesday. Oh, with my love arrows. Oh, okay. We got an online romance going on here. Turmeric and glutamine. Okay, I heard about turmeric, um, but the funny thing is, turmeric sends me an AFib. I, when I try to eat curry, it's like I can count the minutes. Um, anyway, folks, uh, it's twenty-six after now. Oh, okay. He didn't get fired from the from the from the um, the hospital. Wow, man, you're blessed. Man, they put me through all kinds of angst up at um, Oregon State Hospital. Man, it was like, it was terrible. I retired. I just got out of the medical field altogether. Here in Oregon, it's uh, it's pretty nasty. It's, um, wow. Man, you're blessed. Well, folks, really, I'm going to get out of here now. <laughs> Harvestist, I got to go. <laughs> so, um, anyway, folks, have a blessed. Um, oh, as I was saying, uh, Ralph Everson is going to be here on Wednesday. Um, and I think that I'll have it. Oh, Nightbox. Okay. Um, I hope that I'll have it posted. Um, let's see, we're going on from 12. Uh, we're going to record it from 12 to 1. I, I can get it on way, way early um, before 7 o'clock. So if you come here at 7 o'clock, that's what I'm going to post it as being here. And um, it's going to be a different name. Um, I can't remember it right now. I thought of it a couple of weeks. Oh, um, The Hidden Hand of the Matrix is going to be the name of the program. And uh, Ralph Epperson wrote a, um, wrote a book called The... Um, is it the hidden hand? 
come on. Anyway, you'll see. And uh, he's written quite a few books, actually. There's that, and there's The New World Order. He's written a couple of shorter books, too. But he's real excited about getting on here. And, you know, he's he's getting older. He's in his 80s. And, you know, when you get, get up there, you know, you kind of, you don't know how much time you have. So you want to impart all of your knowledge to everybody so that they can disseminate it. And, um, you know, he's um, he's offering it freely. So I'll take advantage of that. And, um, man, the guy's amazing. So the research he gets into is just, it's mind-boggling. Good night, Lexical. Lexi. <laughs> All ships at sea. Okay, that's good. Um, you're showing your age there, Lexi. That's something that used to be said on the radio many, many years ago. Um, okay, folks. So anyway, Wednesday night, Ralph Epperson. Thursday night, I'll be on with Brian. Um, we've yet to figure out what we're going to talk about, but I'm sure it'll be something that'll be interesting. It usually is when Brian's on. And um, who knows? Maybe someday soon we'll be on every night. That would be nice. I'd really like that. So, but financially, we'll see. Okay, folks. Um, like I said, uh, if, you, if you listen to this on, on podcast um, radio, um, you can go to ACAST. And um, they should be able to, I don't know. I, I have a snag going on with them about how to get how to get uh, donations. But if you just want to go to um, PayPal, it's, it's the most, it's the thing I use for everything really. But um, uh, PayPal at delusionresistance.org is the address to, to give to. And um, anything that you give is appreciated. Um, <laughs> I'd like the cats with the sunglasses. That's neat. Um, and no pressure. Okay. No pressure. Um, we're here to serve the Lord and Yahweh and, um, you know, he'll keep us on the air one way or another. And, uh, I'm guaranteed that. So, um, like I usually do, may the Lord with my stained, stained hands, uh, may the Lord bless you and keep you may keep, make his face to shine in you and be gracious unto you. May watch your going out, you're coming in, you're rising up and you're lying down. May he give you the peace that passes all understanding, all understanding, a peace that passes that. In the name of Yeshua HaMashiach, amen and amen. Good night, folks. It's been a pleasure being with you on the um, on the stream and on the uh, chat line. Um, I'll see you on uh, Wednesday. Well, no, I won't. I'll see you on Thursday. I'll be here on Wednesday, but I won't be here. Figure that one out. Okay. <laughs> Good night, folks. God bless.